welcome to What's My Age Again, a lifestyle podcast for those of us who are older than young. Welcome to another episode. We are so happy to have you here. Hi, ladies. Hello. Hello, hello. Here we are. Hi, everybody. Yeah. Oh, man. So we had our first snow in uh, southern mid-coast Maine because up north they'd already had a snow before but it's so funny to see all of the everybody on social media on one side of the fence or the other people are either loving it like me or just really just disgusted like (laughs) I love it from down here I'm getting videos sent to me and I'm like that (laughs) looks lovely for you (laughs) I mean like I have one friend who the day after Halloween posted like 260 something days until summer (laughs) oh gosh I can't very excited for winter um I can't live that much in the future like I want to enjoy the now so I can't focus that far ahead it's just it's not within me yeah they just hate winter so much even which is funny because they're like born and raised here but (laughs) yeah I really love the winter I love that like cold crisp breath Like when you go outside and it just almost burns your lungs a little bit. I love that. I love when it hurts a little. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You I, was, I was trying. <laughs> I was trying to explain this to my son who's only seen snow a handful of times in his nine years on this planet. And I was like, yeah, you guys don't go out for recess. Get this. In Georgia, they don't go out for recess if it's below 40 degrees. What? I'm like, that's cute. It would be 20 below zero. And they're like, get your asses outside in your parka. You're going to go to recess. <laughs> yeah. Zero Fs given. I Put think it's on. I try to explain. He's like, what's that feel like? I'm like, you don't feel much after a little while. Pretty much open your mouth. Your saliva starts freezing on your tongue. And if you have any bit of a runny nose, it's now frozen booger icicles inside uh, your nostrils. Also, he lost it. He th- he's like, really? That's not real. I'm like, no, son. I promise you. Yeah, he take a shower me. in the morning and walk out the door with oh, wet hair. I was, I Worst was just idea. Say that I used to do that in middle school because I just loved to play with my like ice crystal locks. <laughs> it was just like, <laughs> well, he was asking so me. Fun. He's like, if you really lick a pole like in a Christmas story, will your tongue stick? I'm like, absolutely, <laughs> absolutely, don't do it. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's real life. Well, yeah, it's the struggle is real. Um, hold on, what is oh. oh, Sarah's Sarah's sneezing. I love the continuity between last episode <laughs> and this one. You're very so cute. reminiscent. You're a very cute sneezer, Sarah. Oh, it didn't hurt as bad this time. Though. That's oh, good. We're healing. Yeah, Yay. yeah. So as of today, I'm exactly three weeks out for my surgery. Um, so I don't have to wear the binder 24 seven. Um, they said just wear it a few hours a day. And if I'm going to be especially active, but otherwise I can just wear like compression leggings, um, or compression tank tops. So I'm very excited about that because it definitely has like been causing a bruise where it like digs in anyway. So, oh, it's not fun. I get you sister girl. Um, okay. So before we jump into our crushes of the week, I want to make sure to mention if you follow us on the social media, you probably saw the poster come out about our little, um, I keep calling it the tour to Maine, but, um, (laughs) Jessica's coming up to Maine around Thanksgiving. Um, to have a little early Thanksgiving with her family that's up here. So we thought, why not try to do a live podcast episode and visit some places and try some products um from businesses that we love to support a couple of women-owned businesses um and then there is a bartending staff mixology staff at a local brewery that is all female so we're gonna go check these places out so check out our social media for the and we'll keep posting stuff as the time gets closer but we are going to be at Midcoast Beauty and Wellness from 2 to 5 p.m. Right after that, we are going to be at a place called Oysters. It is an oyster bar and bubbly. And we're going to be there at 5 30. 
And then we'll be at Bath Brewing at approximately 7.30 p.m. Uh, they are making us a special holiday-themed cocktail. They will show us how to make it. We'll post the recipe on our website. So I love this. I yes. love a good mixology class. I'm so excited. And please come. This is like open invite. This is November 19th. Um, the beauty uh, place is in Wiscasset. And then Oysters and Bath Brewing are in Bath, Maine. Uh, we'd love to see you guys there. Like I said, we're going to do some live recording. We're going to get some spa treatments. Um, and we'll report back on those. Um, I know one women, women own that. No, one woman woman. who owns a business that, um, works out of the mid coast beauty and wellness, um, is going to have a discount code available for listeners. So we'll release that when the episode airs. Uh, so if anyone wants to get a treatment with her, mention the podcast and the discount code and she'll have a special discount for anyone who tries a service that's so awesome so lovely I love her so she does um laser stuff um so I have had like laser hair removal from her on my legs my face um I'm getting my armpits done next and she's fantastic I love her that's awesome we're so lucky Um, that she's giving our listeners a discount. That's really cool. I know. it's She's so excited. So I mean, I've been talking to her about this podcast like since I started really thinking about it. So she's like so excited for this Aww. journey for us. Like she's always asked me, she like texts me. She's like, how's it going? So yeah, she's she's all in it. Um, so shout out to Betsy Varian. We're very excited to partner with you on this um she also does other services she has a machine that does like hydrofacials um she does like other like laser treatments like ipl red light therapy like a whole bunch of different um like acne treatments and things like that so she has a ton of stuff to offer and she's also just good fun when you're there so awesome can't wait to meet her yes same all right, so crushes of the week. Um, yeah. So this week I'm coming at you with a recipe. Um, it's so funny because I haven't made this in a little while, but I just gave the recipe to my boss at work. Um, so he's an avid hunter and he is very much a meat and potato guy. But he's like, my wife has been begging me for some, to eat something other than red meat. because you know he gets like two deer every year he um had his moose from last year uh you know he puts in to get a moose tag every year and then if he doesn't get a moose tag he goes it's like a plus one on somebody else's so he gets like a moose like every year um so we were talking about soup recipes and I was like oh I have a soup recipe for you so it's a Thai chicken soup and I'm just going to give you the highlights of what's in it and the, and how you make it, but I'll post the full recipe and instructions on our blog. So this is made in the Instant Pot. So it's a pretty quick meal and it tastes gourmet. It's amazing. Um, you take five sweet potatoes. Um, I wash them and leave the skin on. Most of the nutrients are in the skin. Um, okay for a lot of vegetables. So in this recipe, you do not need to remove the skin. Um, I just like roughly chop them so they'll fit in the instant pot. Um, Three chicken breasts, so like a pound, pound and a half of chicken breasts. And just all throw in all your raw ingredients. Um, There's, you know, onion, uh, you can do carrot, uh, you can do really any uh, vegetable that you want in there. And obviously garlic, And there's some other like Thai spices and seasonings, a little bit of chicken broth. And then you cook that in the instant pot for about 20 minutes. When it's done, fish your chicken out. And life hack, if you have a stand mixer, put it in your, the chicken while hot in your stand mixer with a paddle attachment, and it will automatically shred your chicken for you. Oh, that's nice. This also works for pulled pork or a beef. 
um, take it straight from the Instant Pot into the stand mixer and paddle it and it shreds it all up. It's super fast. That's awesome. <laughs> paddle that chicken. Paddle it up. <laughs> um, place the chicken aside and then take your immersion blender. If you don't have one, I, I have the KitchenAid one. Got it at Target. Not super expensive. Um, and you put that right into the Instant Pot and blend everything up and add a like a 14 ounce can of coconut milk. Mm. And then that like purees all of your vegetables and everything into like a really thick kind of creamy Yum. base. And then throw your chicken back in. Um, another idea for a good vegetable in there is red pepper. Mm. So a little bit of sweetness. Uh, and that's it. You can top with like peanuts or and um, green onions. And I feel like cilantro would be delicious. Yeah, cilantro could be yeah. good in there. Yeah, like I'm a big fan of. I take a recipe that I find online and I always zhuzh a little. Yeah, that's what I do. But anyways, it just always have to fluff a little. Always yeah. have to fluff a little. That sounds delicious. It I'm is. gonna try so, that. It's so good. You should definitely try it. It's like Tom's favorite, favorite soup. I don't have all of the equipment that you mentioned. Um, so I might try to make the same thing uh, just a little um, primitively. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I, I just have to like put some like blood, sweat and tears into it. <laughs> well, but I think that you can make it in um, a crock pot if you had one of those. Um, you would just obviously cook it for like six hours. Right slowly throughout the day. Um, and if you don't have an immersion blender, what I've done before is ladle it out into a regular, regular blender. blender. Yeah. Yeah. No, I think I'll, I'll probably definitely pick up the immersion blender and use that for other stuff too. Anyway, uh, there are great sales right yeah. now too. Yeah. They love Target always blender. has them on sale. The KitchenAid yeah. ones around Christmas time. That's when I got mine. All the Soothies, the Immersion Blenders, yeah. they all go on sale this time. And there, I so want to say timing. the Immersion Blender was like, I think I got it for like $40 or something when I got it. It was not that expensive. I'll look it up. But anyway, so that's my crush of the week this week is a Thai chicken soup. Uh, we also, my husband and I tend to like spicy, so I'll add some red yeah. pepper flakes and some cayenne. Um, yeah. I feel like a little, a little spicy. Three stars. Yes. I don't know. I usually get three stars when I order Thai food. So. Uh, yeah, it depends on the scale. If it's one to five, I usually get four. Okay, okay. I was at ramen the other day, and we were ordering ours with our stars and such. And just for fun, we were like, what's the craziest star order you've ever had? 13. And she what? told me four is spicy. She's like, yeah, this person's a masochist for sure. <laughs> like going for the 13. Yeah. I'm like, I was like, I'm not trying to like label anybody, but what was his demographic? <laughs> and she's like, white. <laughs> Interesting. I, I didn't if expect they just didn't that. Have, like, maybe they just didn't have like. Taste yeah, or the reception. She's like, he that, sat like, there, he sweat, sweat a little, but like was there for, it, and it self-admittedly loved the pain of it. Like would oh. be like, I love the burn. I'm like, oh. I was like, in my mind, I'm like, maybe it's someone from a hot, like, like because you know, demographically, certain yeah, cultures I, I can handle. From India once, and his level of spice was definitely well above mine. Right. Yeah. And that's, that's just a cultural difference, mm -hmm. I feel, because in yeah. hotter climates, you need to be able to sweat, get your pores open, because that's what actually ends up cooling you down. Mm -hmm. At least that's the science I've been told behind it. But yeah, no, I thought that was interesting. Anyway, just a little side note. <laughs> yes. Um, so at Target right now, the KitchenAid uh, hand blender or immersion blender is on sale right now for um, 45 so 45 See? Yeah. that's the one i have the Same. teal one from mm -hmm. the target yeah oh, cool so. i'll check it out um Susie, what do you got this week uh yeah okay so this week i wanted to mention true lemon i don't know if anybody's i love ones. that stuff i, I tried you? it on it i what had it for it? the first time on an airplane and i added okay. it to my vodka sodas yes okay okay so yes. that's why we started getting them was because it was easier to travel they're just 
drink packets. Okay, so the one that I have is strawberry lemonade. Um, no artificial sweeteners or preservatives. It's there's like it's pink, but it's colored with like beet extract um, or other vegetables, fruits and vegetables. Um, and there are other. It's uh, excuse me. It's a uh, beet powder. Yeah, that they color it with. So anyway, it's ten calories, one gram of sugar, and it gets me to drink water more often and it's just so easy to travel with when we go camping we'll like buy a pack of those and a bottle of gin or vodka and then like seltzers and you know like the just water seltzers yeah. and and it makes an awesome little cocktail super easy and delicious and do you get them, them online or can you get them just at like the local grocery you, store yep so you can find them at hannaford or wherever you get your groceries um but at, i've seen hannaford, them at the kroger and Publix down here yeah they're cool. like with i think at hannaford here they are with like the powdered lemonades and the powdered iced teas yeah. and and stuff like that the hydration packets and things like that but you can order them online they go they're like roughly five dollars for 10 packets but yeah i that's awesome i buy them with every every grocery order i put in my hand for today. Yeah. They're really tasty. I like I the lime. Just the lime one. It's delicious. I haven't tried the lime one. So just I plain went online, lime. I went online earlier and they have so many different flavors, like so many different flavor combinations. And they also have seasonings. Like this this That's brand, new. This brand also makes like really yummy salt free seasonings. So I'm gonna look into that. I'll I'll grab some of those and report back on those. Nice. Yeah. Jess, what you got? So, okay. I've been obsessed with this stuff for probably over a year. Um, I don't even know if I say the name of the brand right. Lineage. L-A-N-E-I-G-E. Lineage. I'm pretty confident it's Lineage. 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 But okay. So a while ago, it was during the holiday season. I want to say maybe two years ago, I got like a set and it was like a facial moisturizer, a lip mask, and an eye balm. Like their products were fine. The other products were fine. But I used this lip mask that you're supposed to, it's a sleeping lip mask. I put it on and I noticed such a difference in the hydration of my lips just from wearing it at night, like how it lasted me all day. And I've always struggled with dry lips my whole life. So I, I've been a faithful user for definitely like at least two years of the lip mask. And it comes in all these different flavors and the flavors change seasonally. Um, one of the newer flavors that I've been obsessed with, I would always get the grapefruit one because I just like always like things that are the grapefruits. So this flavor is gummy bear. And I started using the gummy bear about a year ago. And then I love they, gummy bears. Oh my gosh. This is, I don't know. I love it. And so then they came out with the lip balms. So I just started using those probably over last summer. So it's just like a little tube. I have one in my car. I keep one in my purse. I always have two more full tubes available because I cannot go without it. I use the the sleeping lip mask at night and then the lip balm throughout the day and it keeps my pucker moist. Nice. Very nice. <laughs> um, spell it for me again though. L-A-N-E-I-G-E. -E. Okay. I wanna look it up. It's lovely. And I can't wait till the blog comes out, so I gotta do it now. Because <laughs> you know, it like we were talking about winter has arrived in Maine and like dry skin, dry lips, all that stuff is um such a pain in the butt. Truly. And and that staticky hair. Oh, I, don't know, yeah. I don't know if you guys have to deal with that, but my hair gets so staticky in the wintertime. Yeah. Have, like the wool too, like we're wearing sweaters. Like it's mm -hmm. just everything about it is shit-tastic. Shit-tastic. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> oh my goodness. Uh, all right. <laughs> so um, tonight or this morning, I guess this morning, whatever time it is that you're listening to <laughs> right us, now at this moment, <laughs> we are going to be talking about imposter syndrome 
And before we get um, too far into it, I got a message from a listener today. Yeah. So we told you if you guys write to us, we will share some of this stuff. So uh, one of our listeners, Natalie, sent me a message saying that she's so excited for the imposter syndrome discussion. Um, She is a woman in, I would consider a STEM career. She works in IT um, and she was at a conference hosted by IBM. Uh, Apparently, they gave some really good info and stats about imposter syndrome there. And she's going to try to send me her notes if she can find them. Um, And said that she also did a training at work on this topic and found that it was really helpful. So I'm super greatly appreciating her sending me this info. That sentence was horrible, but y'all get what I mean. (laughs) Um. And then she said that your podcast makes me smile and feel normal. Oh, isn't that the goal? Yes. I mean, trust, like we are not alone in these thinking, these insecurities we have. Um, And that's really the point of this podcast is so that we can just talk about it openly, support each other. And yeah, we are definitely not alone. And you are normal. Or is it that we're just not normal? None of us are normal. Right. I think that's probably <laughs> more all, accurate. We're all struggling yeah. together. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. We're all on different planes of mm. normalness. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Different variations. Totally. So mm-hmm. we're going to talk about imposter syndrome. Um, I feel like there's a lot of people out here that actually don't know what imposter syndrome is. I believe that they have experienced it, but they may not have ever heard the term before. So I just went and did some research and I found an article on the NIH, which is like, I think it's like the National Institute for Health or something like that. And this is what they said, that imposter syndrome is something that, um, hits women and marginalized groups more than Mm. others. Mm. Um, Typically high achieving people. So um, they actually said that it's really common amongst uh, people in the medical field, specifically like women doctors. Oh, interesting. That was really interesting. Um, But basically it's when you have this overwhelming sense that you are a fraud. Yeah. That Mm -hmm. you are in a high achieving style career um, or you're just doing well in your career and you feel like you have to work really, really hard for it. And thus you don't really deserve it um, because you're working so hard. And it's like this fear that one day someone's going to discover that you're not qualified Uh for what you're doing. Yeah. Yeah. It's a terrible feeling. Definitely experience that. Yeah. Yeah. It can be, and like the study obviously is like career based, but it can be in anything, parenting, like whatever it is. It's just feeling like you're always failing. You're barely making it. And somehow, some way, someone's going to figure it out and call you out on it. Um, Some of the like major, um, I don't necessarily want to call them symptoms Symptoms. because it's not really like a diagnosable thing, but, uh, identifiers. Yeah. Is people who um, feel a high level of burnout. Um, it can bring on depression, anxiety. And if you already have other underlying mental health issues, it can exasperate those other issues. So like if you already have anxiety and then you add, IS or imposter syndrome on top of it, like it can just exasperate your, your, um, anxiety. Mm-hmm. Um, so I have some, I have some other stuff down here that we'll talk about a little bit later, but I kind of wanted to jump in and just talk a little bit about like our own experiences with imposter syndrome. So Susie, okay. yeah. like how does, how does, <laughs> how does it feel for you? So it definitely happened 
more frequently when I first started my practice or when I first took over an existing practice. I think that also was um, uh, maybe something that contributed to that. Yeah. I felt like I had to fill these enormous shoes and I never knew if I was doing that. Yeah. Um, so I think also personally growing up being told that I would never really amount to anything mm -hmm. really was a, a, like a loud story that I continued yeah. throughout my life. So then, you know, deciding to go to school for massage therapy and then actually, oh my gosh, now I have like this business that I'm taking over and oh my God, I'm, my schedule is full and right. Like when is, when is that story going to come to fruition that I'm not actually worth anything? Right. It's like a, yeah. it's, it was like an old story that played for me for a long time. And I had to do a lot of work around that, trying to um, just really believe in myself and believe in my clients and believe what they're saying is, you know, honest feedback. Mm -hmm. um, and just trying to be as authentic as possible. And yeah. I think when we, Huh. I don't know. I don't know if if remaining authentic really eases that feeling of imposter syndrome or not for me. Yeah. Um, but it definitely has lessened over the years. Mm -hmm. Um and now it's with this. <laughs> now yeah. right? Like now it's with podcasting. It's like, uh, can I actually do this? Can I show up for this? Are we really are we really podcasters now? Like, you know, <laughs> yeah. it's, it's is this um, real life. Is this real life? Yeah. But yeah, I think it's it, it, in back then in the moment, it was just so overwhelming of, you know, a client would leave and I would go, Oh God, did they, did that feel good for that? Like, it, it was almost like if I didn't get that instant gratification of like, okay, they obviously, are not in pain anymore or they're obviously mm -hmm. relaxed now or you know or if there was like some message that came through the session and they resonated with it you know if we had a very similar experience like oh did you feel that or see that or you know mm -hmm. they if if they resonate with it then that was validation for me and I wouldn't really sink into that imposter syndrome feeling right but but when I would have a message for somebody that didn't quite resonate with them, that just sent me spiraling. Yeah. Of like, oh God, am I crazy? Like, you know, what did that message mean? And, and why didn't it apply to them? And, you know, trying to make sense of it. But like, as far as that piece of my work goes, that's me just getting into my head and into mm -hmm. my, e and into my ego and trying to make sense of something that really is a message from another realm right it's yeah. not made to make sense for me so so yeah. you know working in that space um yeah it's that kind of that and alone so, is exacerbating some imposter syndrome because it's like I don't identify or I don't call myself like a psychic medium yeah but that is sometimes what's happening mm -hmm. um so and yeah. for you, like, how does it manifest? Like, are you feeling, okay, so for like myself, mm. when I have anxiety, or if I'm feeling like, like the imposter syndrome, when I'm working on any sort of project, like for me, it's like a weight on like my chest. Oh, um, yeah. You know like what I mean? Physically, like physically, how does it, it like feel? It physically manifests in my body in some way, shape or form. Yeah, for sure. Um, I think it definitely feels like a constriction in my yeah. body. It feels constricted. Like um, I, I feel very like, like my vision's very narrow mm -hmm. and it, I have a hard time shaking off this, like you just fucked up or somebody's going to, yeah. somebody's going to call you out on not being 
real or I don't even know, right? Because can we even identify what it is that we think people are going to call us out on? No, No. because, because we are qualified and we are doing our own work. Right. It's, it's, um, I think that's what it feels like for me is like a very narrow constriction. And do you ever like, I know for me, especially like in my job, like there are times that I'm like, oh gosh, like this is all so complicated and technical. And I just like, I wait for like that piece of work to come across my desk that I'm just like, yeah, I'm not, I'm not qualified to do this. I don't know what I'm doing. Um, and then like, I surprised myself by sit. And so then like, so there's, there's like, there's two identified, like very broad, um, phases of I of imposter syndrome. So one is called over prep <clears throat> where a project is coming you feel like you're not qualified to handle it. And so you go like balls to the wall, studying, prepping, getting ready. Mm-hmm. And then the other, on the other like foot is procrastination. Oh, I've been suckered into both of those actually. Yeah. <laughs> and so like, I'll be like, I'll be like procrastinating, procrastinating. And I'm like, oh, the due date for this thing is like coming right up. I better get started. And then like, I jump in and I'm like, Oh, I know all this stuff. And I'm like, okay, this is this. Oh yeah. That's missing. Blah, 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 blah. And then like this thing that I thought was going to take me forever, like two hours, I'm done sending it over. The customer is like, Oh, you found stuff I never would have found. And I'm just like, hmm. um, okay. <laughs> like, I'm just like, uh, and I like surprise myself like sometimes, but one of the things that um, when I was like doing research on imposter syndrome, like one of the things that I found is, is that people with imposter syndrome fail to integrate the feeling of success. <sighs> I believe that. Oh, success is scary. Right? <laughs> it's this success is, there's a, there's a weight of responsibility, <clears throat> um, with success. Yeah, for sure. There's a, huge responsibility with success yeah I mean like especially like with writing the book I was like no (laughs) yeah I bet and then I'm like and then it's getting published and I'm like well you're also waiting for someone to like write to me to be like that's not that bad that was not domestic violence that is not like like just and it's so stupid because any person who like would who reads the book and would come to me with some sort of response like that like that's a them issue and not a me issue right um like they're gonna have some some like hurt and some darkness in their life to respond that way Mm -hmm. um but I'm so scared of it (laughs) well yeah because you're you're being success is exposure yeah yeah well also what we're speaking of being afraid of is a is a form of rejection yeah oh a hundred percent yeah nobody likes that feeling right (laughs) Right. No. Yeah. Yeah. So like some of the other things I said that basically it's like this cyclical, cyclical, cyclical <laughs> process. My, I, okay. So toddler teething this week. Um, <laughs> I have not had a full night's sleep pretty much all week. So my, uh, words are hard. <laughs> words are difficult. Um, but anyways, so this, like this failure to integrate success leads to um, a feeling of like of fear, anxiety, fraudulence, and then moving back into those cycles you back into the burnout, depression, anxiety, and the exasperation of other things. And right. then you start the cycle again when the next thing comes. Right. Because you're working overtime to try to prove yourself to yourself. Right. <laughs> yeah. Oof, we are, that tired. just goes to show we I'm are just worst thinking critic. of it. <laughs> we are, yeah. yeah, we are our own worst enemies for mm-hmm. sure. Sure, yeah. yeah. And, what about and you, Jessica? Do you have any like? I actually am dealing with it right now. <laughs> I'd have Tell to us. say, I think I feel like ever since my divorce, I have been struggling with imposter syndrome because I'm going back out into the world, mm-hmm. and I'm like, I'm not good at anything. 
I, I was a housewife for this many years. I taught. But, like, really, was I really doing much in the classroom? Like, I was a substitute teacher. Did I really make a difference? You know, like, you mm-hmm. you start questioning your value in in any workspace, right? Right. Right. So, like, the podcast, I just figured not so much. I, I guess I didn't feel like going into this I felt imposter because I'm like, I'm just being me. Mm-hmm. If I become a podcaster, if someone views me as a podcaster, cool. But I'm just going into it being me talking with my girlfriends yeah, and, right. and that's what I'm identifying it as. I'm not, I, I'm, I'm, I still have trouble labeling myself a podcaster when people ask, like just tonight, Zach son Zane's like, you're on a podcast? I'm like, oh, I mean, I'm a host, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, I record every week and like, we're I mean, I guess it's kind of a job, whatever. Yeah. We're only in how many countries now? Yeah. But <laughs> worldwide baby but um prestige prestige worldwide (laughs) no but so randomly a few months ago I got asked to model for a boutique in Alpharetta Mm -hmm. and I was like me I'm 40 like I'm not tall I'm five foot two like I'm like both were older than young and and Shorter, shorter than, than tall. tall. <laughs> shorter than tall. <laughs> We're close to. But taller than mitigated. Like, I don't know. So I'm just like, I have no experience. I've never modeled in my life. I was just like, I guess. Like, Those pictures I... were beautiful. Thank you. you so that like was. You, had been, you looked very comfortable in your skin. So, and that's what the photographer said is mm-hmm. you are a natural. Are you sure you've never done this before? I'm like, I truly haven't. But when I was young, my model was my, my model. Yes, my model. My mother was a professional model and I would go to shoots with her. So I guess maybe somehow I have like this sure. suppressed so memory of watching memory. it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So recently um, I've been approached. I'm still freaking out about it. Um, I'm not going to say by what company. It's very well known uh, for a national campaign. And I'm in the running for it. And this is television, commercials, and print. Shut the fuck up. And billboards. That's awesome. (laughs) It's, my mind is blown. Like, I still don't believe, I still don't believe I got the email. I'm like, what? I just, I just was like, is this real life? Like, is this happening? so cool. I don't know. I'm just like, me though? Are you sure? Me? I don't know. Mm, so that's where so, the imposter syndrome is yeah. coming so, in for you. But you know how you guys are saying like, oh, you suddenly crunch and you're you're like doing your research. You're doing this. Like I literally have been watching these different videos on posing techniques. Mm-hmm. Oh. I have been eating things I don't want to eat <laughs> because it's healthier options like I was cold I was cold this evening I wanted like fried something or like Mm. a sandwich with cheese and great I don't know I wanted something I got a salad a cold cold salad because this is where my mind's going Mm. so I'm just like geez like I don't know me are you sure like I don't know so yeah I'm dealing with it right now I'm, I'm in it but also, it. like, it's flattering. It's cool. But Do see you how to be a salad eating model. No, God. <laughs> but it's but it's exciting. I mean. It's kind of a like. I mean, like I'll do it once, but this is not gonna happen again. <laughs> Mama wants a cheeseburger. <laughs> right. I like, to, I like to think that people will just want you for you. I know. And I think that's just well, like, I think yeah. it's the, gen- okay, first of all, it's the nineties. I watched this whole thing about how growing up in the nineties messed mm-hmm. with body image. Oh it my truly, God. truly did. And to be fair, I am the most comfortable with my body than I've ever been in my life, in my entire life. And at 40, thank you. Like yeah. I, I, I am comfortable with myself. That's not to say that I am insecure about other people being comfortable with me. And right. why do I care? No <laughs> idea. Let's blame it on Howard Stern's show in the nineties. We can blame right. it on a million yeah, things. Howard Stern, why? And then who was that other really weird looking dude with the gap in his teeth and the red curly hair? There's oh. like a bunch of clips of Karen him. Top? Like, no. <laughs> Uh, he, was like a, he was like a late night host, an older guy. Oh, and there's like videos going around of him Not like asking. Larry King? 
Larry uh, King. I think, I think so. it was like asking. If it wasn't women sorry, Larry King. It was somebody. Actresses to step on a scale because yes, like, ugh. We that you lost all the weight you gained. Like, like prove he it. it. He did it to Victoria Beckham. Like, oh gross. yeah, he was Unreal. he same thing. He did something to Anna. Anna Cornacoba. Oh, Anna Nicole. That was Howard Stern. <laughs> he said they were trying to guess out names. her weight. No. <laughs> Word association game. <laughs> yeah, no. Anna Nicole Smith had like he was like, we're guessing that you weigh like two hundred and thirty five pounds or something like that, and he's like, step on a scale so we can see who wins, and she was just like, fucking pig. No. Well, it's just it's so degrading, right? But also. This is how we grew up. This is yeah. the mm-hmm. media. This was a totally socially acceptable media. So of course, this is what shaped our brains. Right, to our have, brains were to have this doubt for this shit, mm-hmm. which yeah. is terrible. And that's what's given us this doubt. It's one thing to do things for yourself. It's another thing when you're doing it out of fear of rejection. Mm-hmm, and I think right. that's kind of like where I'm at, like the imposter syndrome that you, you couldn't really mean me. Like, let me better myself real quick. You know, like, right. I think yeah. that's, I yeah. think that's where I think that's exactly I'm sitting. It. I, I think, think too, right. nothing against this. I was a delicious salad. I love yeah. it. I mean, don't get me wrong. I love, I love a good salad. Um, it's just, I really wanted like something. Beets and goat cheese, but, um, but you're choosing the salad because, because of the imposter. Of yeah, exactly. Yeah. But, um, I just know I'm also super, super guilty of it. Um, when it comes to, Anytime I've wanted to apply for a job, it Mm. takes me forever to even find a job to apply to because I look at the, the job requirements for everything. And I'm like, nope, I can't do that. No, I don't have any experience with that. I'm not, I like auto disqualify myself for so many careers. I mean, honestly, and this sounds like a humble brag, but like I could be at a much higher level in my career right now if it wasn't for my own self. Yeah. You're you're, yeah. you're judging yourself before you even give someone a chance to judge your resume. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, um, isn't the new saying now that women should be applying like applying to jobs like men? Like men because do? Yeah. So many men are like underqualified for so many jobs, yet they still get them. So why the fuck aren't we just like sending resumes all over the place it's because we we don't have faith in ourselves or the confidence when i started yeah no like so when i started working as a financial advisor um and and i had like my mentor assign and stuff like they were basically just like i love female advisors because they come into this industry especially people coming from the outside and they just want to get, they want to ask questions. They want to get advice. Like they don't run out on their own and start making financial plans and trying to do investments. Um, they ask questions because they want to make the best financial plans for their clients right out the gate. And not all, but a lot of the younger men that start in the industry, they they just have this like, oh, I've got this. And so they go out and they make half-ass plans for people and it all so I don't know they're just like I love I love that women take the time and the effort to be like no I don't know what I'm doing I'm gonna ask the questions but a lot of guys will get like the base level of training and then just be like I got this and just like try to brute force their way through never strive to prove themselves like women do right 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 but you know it's funny because like I just, it just dawned on me, like your cousin was telling me I should do interior design Mm -hmm. and two people since then have said the same thing without even, did I I say that? I'm thinking of two other, but you very well might've, because I still, I just, I'm like, I don't even know how that's a job. Like, (laughs) I just like doing it. Oh my God. I've always been intrigued by interior design. I I literally emailed an interior designer, uh, Almost two weeks ago. Why didn't you just call me? (laughs) Nothing. I haven't heard back from them at all. They must must be so busy. Maybe they must be. Also, I was like, they're based out of like Portland area. And I was just like, I don't know if you come to Lewiston. Um, So I don't know if they just saw Lewiston and they're like, no, thanks. But um, yeah, I just like my living room is a hard space. 
I got mm. you, girl. And I <laughs> have a lot of really great pieces and furniture and home decor. And I don't know what to do with any of it. Oh, mm. I want to play. See, I yeah. love it. We should I go over it. and like a puzzle. decorate your living yeah, room. Yeah, I have like, I have a couple walls that I want to paint and I need to put stuff up. And I, like, I've ordered all these gorgeous um, prints of pictures of the family. That's, that's going to have to be a crush another week. Um, and I want to hang them, but. You just um, don't know how or where, right? So see, it's hard for me to believe people don't know how to do that stuff. No offense at all. I love you. But it's so hard for me to be like, what do you mean you can't do it? Like, but I've had so many people say, will you come do my home? I'm scared to do it and mess up. And then I put a hole in the wall. Patch it. Patch it up. You're fine. See, we're like, whatever. Susie, I got a side gig idea for us. No, I've (laughs) always wanted to get into interior design. And this time of year, every year. I'm like, oh, if only I could hire myself out just for the holidays and Christmas go and decor. decorate people's houses. Oh my God. It, Can you I, imagine getting to do nothing but tablescapes? God, that's a dream. <laughs> I love a tablescape. If people just like hire me to go in and put up their own decorations or like, oh my gosh, give me money, give me your money and go sh- give me a color yes. scheme and I'll go shopping and then decorate your house. If anybody's listening and wants to do this, right in. <laughs> if I'm you're in Maine, it. Susie's got you. <laughs> if you're in you Georgia, I got you. And you can come right on over here and uh, I'll pull out all my Christmas decorations and you can uh, go to town. Go to town. But Jessica, it sounds like it might be something you should. I know. And I do need, I, d- I mean, I'm in this rebirth stage right and luckily my mister is very connected with his own restoration work so it's it's plausible which is exciting but I just don't know how to make it a real thing so I also you make a business card you make a business card Mm -hmm. (laughs) and take take pictures of your own house that's your portfolio my house is badass to be fair yeah god I love what I did with this place my bachelorette plaid yeah gorgeous um also I've also always thought that like another good like career 2.0 for you would be as a professional organizer oh god I was saying okay organizing oh you have no idea what it does to me I actually told (laughs) this is so inappropriate I said to Zach I'm like you know an organized drawer gets my panties wet like I fucking love it (laughs) A pantry with labels. Oof. Oh, yeah. Take it me is now. Dreamy. <laughs> I love organization. A place for everything. Wait, what's and your sign against place? Pisces. That's interesting. I feel yeah, like I know. Pisces wouldn't be so organized. You must have Virgo in your chart somewhere. Well, I'll I pull think, my chart. I'll review. I also feel like there's a little bit of childhood trauma that contributes to <laughs> Maybe that. Maybe that too. <laughs> me? Trauma? Never. <laughs> Trauma is my middle name. That's my, I'm about. a Pisces with trauma rising. <laughs> <laughs> That's my sign. Uh, oh, oh my goodness. Um, anyways, but yeah, so I feel like a lot, a lot of women we hold ourselves back because we want perfection. We want to do a good job. Yes, and we live in a man's world, and we've always been told that, right? Yeah. Like. That we can't. You're emotional. Yeah. That we'll never if, if like I, hack If I'm assertive, it. I'm bitchy. Mm-hmm. I yeah. feel like maybe it's just my exposure. I feel like we've really turned a tide, though, in our society. Like that's I think just, we're getting there. Yeah. That's just me. But I feel like we're really taking control of that narrative and mm-hmm. changing it. Yeah. I think so. Uh, but, but, but I it doesn't- think... It, it comes Not at a cost to our mental health. Like I think right. a lot of these women, they're sure. like, we're doing it, we're getting out there, but um, you know, the burnout, the depression, mm-hmm. the anxiety, the like, the fear of failure, the feel like the the feeling like a fraud, and then also feeling like, you know, I can't be a mom, I can't be a wife, and I can't be a career woman, like all right. at the same time. Like it's a lot. Or this whole, all this like BS about like you can have it all. You can yeah, have a baby. We've talked you can about have that before. Like yes, mm-hmm. we definitely mentioned that. Yeah. 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 I think there's a lot that creates the uh imposter syndrome cocktail. 
and yeah. it's different it for everybody. It is quite the cocktail. Mm. <laughs> so how are we one. gonna support each other when we're failing in those ruts? So I looked up treatments. Ooh. Tell us about it. Is, okay. it, a, is it a bath bomb? <laughs> I doubt um, it. That could be part of it if that's what if that's like a good zen space for you with your candles and your bath bomb. But basically it talks like self-reflection. So mm-hmm. taking time to really like look back and be like, yeah, I did a great job on that. Um counseling. Okay, yeah. getting therapy, mental health, um, cognitive behavioral therapy specifically was something that they talked about. Um such as um, I mean, I'm not an expert on this, but it's about like changing behaviors and being aware of behaviors that we do um, that we may not be aware of. So yeah. like bring it like being cognitive of it. So like yeah. CBT um, psychotherapy, which is basically counseling, but with like a actual like psychologist who might like maybe recommend like anxiety medications, like pharmacology or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and then like, the, like another super simple one is just gratitude exercises. Yeah. Like, you know? I need to get back to that. Yeah. I was doing three highs of the day. Yeah. Aww. And starting out, you start your day with three affirmations. You end your day with three highs. Yeah. yeah. But also just like, like Susie said, how do we support each other? Just reach out. Like this yeah. morning I was driving to work. Okay. This is so stupid, but I was driving to work. Jessica, your little post on Facebook about resorts in Mexico got me thinking like, oh, I want to go back to Mexico or I want to go to Aruba. I want to do like a vacation, but I don't want to, I want to go for like a week, but I don't want to leave Nyla for that long. Mm -hmm. So I was like, so I'd want to bring her. And then my brain went to the like, okay, so like maybe I bring someone with me on this vacation so that like maybe one of the nights they could stay in with Nyla while she's sleeping and Tom and I could go out and have like an adult evening. Yeah. Um, Cause those don't happen very often. So then I was in my head like, okay, who do I bring? Um, do I ask like one of the grandparents if they would want to come with us? Do I ask like one of the teenage cousins if they would like to come? And then I was like, but then they'd be bored. So I would need to pay for two teenagers to come with me so they could bring a friend. <laughs> and then I started thinking like, okay, but then I'm responsible for, for the lives of my toddler plus two teenagers. Like that's oh so they don't get like right. kidnapped. A a foreign country. Yeah. And then, Sounds like a very stressful vacation already. Really does, yeah, yeah, exactly. I'm just like, oh my God. Forget it. <laughs> We're staying home. No. And so then, so then I started thinking like about safety. And then I was like, what if like I go to like the beach and Nyla's playing in the ocean and like a riptide gets her. And then oh, like. You and spiral. Then, no, you're spiraling. It gets, yeah, oh, it gets worse. So then I'm like the riptide Sharks. gets her. I'm like going in after her. And, and then I'm thinking like people are going to be like, you can't survive a riptide either. And I was like, that's fine. I'd rather die with her. And then oh. I start thinking about like, Death. well, what if like in the airplane and she's a toddler passenger and there's not enough masks if the plane starts going down, like, do I share my mask? So I'm spiraling out of control. <laughs> oh my God. That's I'm sorry, but oh my God. <laughs> I'm not laughing at you. I'm definitely laughing with you. Yeah. No, yes. I'm, I was out of control spiraling. Yeah. I just sent a quick text to Kita and I was like, I'm in a really bad headspace right now. Aww. And so she texts me back and she's like, she's like, oh no. She's like, can you chat? And I was like, yes. So she calls me and she's just like, what Ke- is going on? Wait, so- pause. Kita is Sarah's cousin for those that don't know. Okay, continue. Yeah, yeah. And so I like tell her basically what I just told you. And she's just like, well, at least you're like reality checking yourself and like bringing yourself out of it. And like, so, you know, I mean, she's like a PhD in social work. So she's like, she knows how to handle this kind of situation. She knows how to clinically handle you. Yeah, exactly. But also just as like my friend and like a fellow mother, like she's just like, like kids do this to you. She's like, uh, she's like my, you know, her kids are grown up. Like her youngest is 21. And in college, she's like, I go through the same like spiral when he drives himself back to college because he's a drive through the Shenandoah mountains and there's all these curves yeah. on the road. And I'm like, what if he's going too fast and he misses the curve? She's like, she's like, I get it. 
She's like, but yes, definitely like reality check yourself and like, mm-hmm. okay, this is, this is not really happening. Like, you know, in it anyways. Um, so that was just an example of like, I was like, I'm in a bad headspace. I'm spiraling out of control. I need to like figure out how to stop this. I need to talk to, to talk, somebody. To talk to somebody, reach out. to friends. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Who's awake at 630 in the morning other than like me. So I just like sent key to that text and she was driving to the airport because she's on her way for a work um, thing. But if you find yourself feeling like you have the imposter syndrome, just text a friend and say, I'm really feeling like a fraud today. Yeah. Please remind me of how awesome I am because your friends are going to tell you and remind you how awesome you are. Can I really do this? And they're going to be like, yes, you can. Yeah. And you have before and Mm -hmm. you'll keep doing it. Yeah. And there's no shame in that. There's no shame in being like, hey, having a bad day. Hey, um, I just need a boost. Can, can you offer me a boost? Mm -hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. It's important. I'm on my way to this job interview. I feel like I'm not qualified for this job. Yeah. I'm about to apply for a job. I don't think I'm qualified for. I have Kita too, because I do know that I have this problem, especially when it comes to like applying for jobs. I will, she has a copy of my resume and I will send her the job and she'll be like, this translate to this, this translate to that. You've done this before. It just has a different name and she'll like lay it all out there for me. That's um, awesome. She's like, we just need to change the, the wording on this to this. And then that matches what they're talking about. And their AI will pick up on the keywords because oh that's God. really how people get selected these days. Wow. Um, so yeah, reach out, get some help. Yeah. Talk to a friend. And talk I, nicely yeah. to yourself. I think, Changing the language around my self-talk, you know, yeah, was really what helped turn a corner for me. Just like hand over the heart and say some sweet things, even if it feels icky. If it feels icky, like that's okay. Like, yeah, your your body and your mind on some level is going to get that message. Yeah, it's okay to pep talk yourself for sure, and some of that negative self-talk isn't even your voice. It's like Mm -hmm. the voice of your, of like people who've said stuff to you in the past. Right. hundred percent. And you're just like, your, your internal self just remembers it because you think you're awesome. That's right. And you're awesome awesome. listener. Yeah. (laughs) And we hope you have a wonderful day. I know. Evening, morning, whatever it is. (laughs) Why don't we close out this episode? With a gratitude exercise. Ooh, Ooh. Let's do it. I don't even really know what that means. But let's oh my do gosh, it. you're cutting me. You're catching us off guard. Yeah, I'm here for it. It means we each share something today that happened that we're grateful for. Okay. Jessica, yeah. go first. So I actually, this kind of exercise really helped me through the month of January when I was spiraling out of control mentally. <laughs> As a person going through a divorce. So I love this. I'm here for it. This is what I need to get back to. Okay. Today, what am I thankful for? Um, I went to a middle school basketball game and just seeing the camaraderie in the youth of the team and working together took me back to like my school days and like Mm -hmm. being on the volleyball team, Sarah. And Mm -hmm. like, when you're playing a sport with a team, there's nothing else that you're thinking about. There's nothing else around you. You're focused on that and you're celebrating every point with this group that you train with and work hard for the same goal of, you know, mm-hmm. succeeding at this sport. And it just like really warmed my heart to see that, like, you know, seeing other kids doing it and just remind reminded me of my own youth. So I was thankful for that flashback to like, Happy, simple days. I like it. Yeah. Me next? Yeah. Okay. Uh, uh, An instance that happened over the weekend immediately popped into my head. Perfect. Um, I was at a wedding. Yeah, you were. You guys looked so hot. So hot. Your husband was DJing. Yes. Um, DJ Tommy D. Um, (laughs) I had an allergic reaction to something. I'm going to try to say this really, really quick. I had an allergic reaction to something and I couldn't tell if it was the copious amount of oysters that I ate 
Mm. (laughs) I've never had an allergic reaction to food before ever. Um, But I was, I I was swelling up. My eyes were swelling up. Like goodness. it, It looked like I got popped in the, in the eye. Somebody just came up to me and whacked me in the eye. It was, it was swelling pretty good. Um, I'd never seen it. I'm a sneezy girl. I have allergies all year round, Mm -hmm. but I've never seen it swell up quite like that. So it was freaking me out a little bit. And um, the bride's friends, um, Noel, hey, Noel, and Mark, um, really just saved me. They Mm -hmm. ran across the street and grabbed me some Zyrtec and some eye drops. And their kindness was very much appreciated and I just think that I'm really grateful for really grateful for kindness in my life yeah it it really is all around me one of those humanity reminders yeah right yeah those are so Mm -hmm. refreshing it was and and they checked in they kept checking back in Noelle's a nurse and she just kept checking back in with me like are you okay and you could tell Aww. I was freaking out. And Mark was like, oh, it looks so much better. It's getting better. It's okay. Like, yeah. yeah, it was really sweet. It was really sweet. And I'm very grateful for their care and kindness. That's awesome. I love that. Um, I mean, I think for me, I kind of already shared, at least from today, my gratitude story, which was just having someone that I could just send a quick text to and have a quick conversation with when... Um, you know, I was going down the, the anxiety train, the rabbit hole, um, and, uh, and just find a way to like deflect it and, and laugh about it too, because it was just like, I am completely irrational right now. <laughs> completely. That's parenthood, right? <laughs> and I know it. I know I am like, I am on crazy train right now. Like, well, as you were talking about the spiral that you're on, all I kept thinking was, Wow, it sounds like you really need a vacation. <laughs> I just need some sleep. Yes. Yeah. yeah. Sleep deprivation is definitely yeah. a key factor, I think. Yeah. It yeah. was it was pretty funny. I mean, it wasn't at the time. I was like tearing up at everything. I was like emotionally, viscerally mm. reacting to like oh, I hate that gonna die at sea with my child. Oh, oh god. Sarah. <laughs> I've been there. I got it. And and this is not a new thing for me for for the record for people out there. Like I'm that person who like leaves the house and I'm like, did I turn off the flat iron? Oh my god, I do yeah. that all the time. Me too. Did I leave I- the window open? Is the cat gonna get out? Oh gosh. <laughs> and I have to like like sometimes I'll have to turn around and go back. Yeah, I've done that before. If I think of you know? like a candle's on or if I didn't put an incense out or something, mm-hmm. yeah, I'll turn around. Yeah. Kim Kim really stresses out about the cats. Like we'll leave to go camping for a few days and like we'll be halfway there and she just gets really quiet and I'm like, "Are you okay?" And it ha- it just happens all the time. I know she's going to say something about the cats. <laughs> she's going to be like, "Oh, I don't know. What if the what if the wind takes the door and they get locked inside cuz that actually has happened before." Oh. Um or like what if they run out of food or what if they spill their water bowl? Like so sweet. Yeah. And so irrational. <laughs> Yes. Yes. Oh, anyways. All right. Well, this was a really fun and I think a really important conversation. Um, Things are making noises in here. I don't know what what they are. My husband's (laughs) laptop just beeped at me. Um, Anyways, thank you guys for listening. Thank you for listening. Practice gratitude. Yeah. And if you guys could like and share our uh, our episodes, that would help us out big time to get our yes. our name yes. out there that would be super um, helpful we are also going to be updating our credits because we have joined the amazon affiliates program yeah. so any of our products i'm gonna i i'm going to start putting a note next to any links that if you click on the link and you buy one of the products that we've tried and we recommend through Amazon, um, we will start earning commissions on that. Um, I know a lot of you went and bought the Miss Mouse Messy Eater Stain Treater. Um, That was not an affiliate link yet. 
Um, but you guys are actually going and buying the products that we recommend. So, um, right now we out of pocket pay for like everything to do with this podcast. So just a little bit of commissions from some of these products will go a long way towards, um, just, you know, having the podcast pay for itself. Yeah. So very cool. Yeah. Anyways, thank you guys. Love. Have a wonderful week. All awesome. Bye, y'all. Bye. What's My Age Again is hosted by Sarah Doucette, Jessica Giancola, and Susie DeLune. Editing by Tom Doucette. Our theme song is Lay Down by The Paul Houston Project. To reach out to us, learn more about us, listen to our episodes, and find links to the products we crush on, visit our website, www.whatsmyageagainpod.com. The products talked about in this podcast are independently selected by the hosts. We do not receive any commission from the purchase of these products. Like and subscribe wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts, and tune in each week to join in on the conversation.